Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of Shocking, Lurid, Tawdry, a history of American scandal. I'm your host, Mark Pikert. And I'm your co-host, Casey Howe, and welcome to another and episode. Today we have a special treat. We've got Casey Howe breaking out of her cubby and doing a political scandal, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Um, yes, yes, I'm very excited about this. Um, I um, just a quick update. Um, I my computer is having um, some technical issues. I'm getting a new one sent. So by next week, well, the next no, two weeks from now, it will sound way better. So I apologize to listeners for the sound, but that's not really why you're here. I'm sure it's to listen to us no matter how we sound. So, you know what, and our, the listeners are so, <laughs> our listeners are so dedicated. I don't think that they mind when we have little technical snafus. I think that they just want to spend some time with us as we do with them. We so love true. inserting ourselves into your ears every Tuesday. We sure do, we sure do. I, I love it. And I'm sure, you know, it's really the knowledge that we bring and the fun facts, I think, are the value. Oh, yes. Our listeners are like sponges for knowledge. <laughs> they love to soak it up. Now, Casey, I've been thinking about you yes. a lot recently because <gasps> I'm you. currently, well, you wait until I tell you why. <laughs> uh, I'm currently reading a book that came out recently called Forget the Alamo. Ooh, which is basically I heard of this not it's not quite revisionist history it's kind of just the true history of the alamo where Ooh. all of the alamo heroes were insane swindlers and slave traders and texas independence was not because of santa anna's dictatorship he was actually kind of a laissez-faire governor yeah he was actually kind of okay right mm -hmm. uh it's because the Mexican government wanted to abolish slavery and all those white Texans were like, not on my watch. <laughs> Oopsie. Oh my goodness. Ugh. And fun fact, the Texas constitution, the only constitution in the history of the world to double down on slavery and say that it will never go away. Oh Lord. Uh, well, what do they say? It's just go big or go home. They really, they went for it. They went for it. They That's took a stand. Right. They, they oh sure my gosh. did. I never Eek. learned that in my Texas history class. <laughs> they just uh, which, they glossed right over that one. But that one was really film yeah. based. You told me more of a film class. Well, that's that's very true. But every three years we had Texas history, so we would alternate Texas history, American history, and world history. Uh, so I was doing Texas history in fourth grade. I was doing Texas history in seventh grade. But did Texas history change in those three years? Did you cover like no, time frames that were different or? <laughs> no, we just really wanted to drive it all Review, home. you well, just wanted to review. Fourth grade, I remember vividly making a terrain map of Texas using paint and tissue paper. So for the mountainous areas, we would wad up tissue paper and cover it in paint and have that indicate <laughs> that those were mountains. How much, how, uh, how, uh, do you have lots of mountains in Texas? I don't envision them more of a- uh, Actually, of a... yeah, there, there, oh, okay. there are actually a few mountainous regions. Uh, and I believe it was in first grade that I had to whittle a bar of soap into the Alamo. Oh, wow, okay. 
Well, I look forward to seeing that arts and fair uh, arts and crafts at the next uh, state fair. Well, that'll be a good the one. Thing, I think I need to Google the what the Alamo looks like. I'm just picturing it's it's relatively rectangular, right? Yes, with like an arch above. Right, so right, 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 right. Hack into that bar of soap. But the sad <laughs> thing is that is one of the few childhood treasures that I created that my mother did not preserve in her oh. creepy museum of me. Uh, <laughs> well, because, she probably just needed some soap one day. Well, I, I think that's exactly what happened. Either that or it was stored in the attic. And guess what? Attics in Texas get very warm. <laughs> I can picture that. I'm sure that, yes, right. They're not necessarily... Uh, air controlled and the air there is quite severe at times. Yes. So yes. unfortunately that one is lost to the sands Ugh, of time, but bad. perhaps I'll pick up a, a, a bar of Dove and <laughs> get out my old trusty pocket knife, my Bowie knife, Ooh, fancy. and get to town. Uh, I like also, <laughs> the only other tidbit that I will shove into your ears is, well actually two. Uh, one, Davy Crockett preferred to be called David Oh, okay. Okay. And that didn't the stick. great, the collector with the largest collection of Alamo memorabilia in the world is one Mr. Phil Collins. Really? <laughs> yes. Did not, did not place that. I don't think I realized, I don't know where I would have said Phil Collins is from, but I, I'm, is he from Texas? I hope so. I don't believe that he is. <laughs> just really really into it well i wonder if he's read this new book i'm gonna i'm gonna tweet him oh that I, book not, is a huge i've heard of this not. i was going yeah. to say <laughs> uh the book is a huge scandal in texas and people are like politicians are speaking out about it i think the lieutenant governor exerted some pressure on the bullock history museum texas history museum to cancel a planned reading about the book because everyone's like these are lies Oh the my Alamo gosh. soldiers were fallen heroes. How dare you besmirch their reputations? And the guys are like, we can't, it's three authors, three Texas historians wrote this. And it's very accessible. It's very fun. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, they have a real sense of humor about it. And they're not taking it too seriously, which might also have caused some consternation. Yeah. <laughs> but I, it's, it's very dense and it's not juicy history. It's a lot of government intrigue and sure. like back and forth. And the battle lasted for, you know, not that long. <laughs> That's but, what we hold on to. You know, I'm, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying this new perspective on the history of my home state. Okay. Oh, I'm very excited. All right, I'll look into it. You know I love a good uh, uh, nonfiction read. And you love a vintage political scandal. I do, I do. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna chalk it up to uh, some research. I, I, wrote a, I wrote a sticky note. So, oh. No, I'm gonna get it on Audible as soon as we're done here. Pen to paper, double time that shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's that, you got it. You got it. <laughs> I had a really good one the other day that I was almost, I was almost uh, three quarters time. Oh, I was loving it. I was loving it. It was about you know, a, a ship where everybody, um, it was one of the first, uh, it was the first ship that wintered in the, uh, in Ar Antarctica, not on purpose. And um, everybody goes crazy and it's kind of fun. So. Anyway. Oh, was that Shackelford? 
No, okay, so that's a different one. Um, so this is Madhouse at the End of the Earth. This is about, I can't say pronounce the name of the ship um, because it's um, foreign and I am uncultured. But um, the uh, Shackleton was actually the next was the next one and actually the only one, maybe not the next one, but the only one where everybody survived. Oops. Um, and he actually studied this ship that I'm reading about now. And that's why he made some of the decisions that he made when he took the endurance down there as of the mistakes that they made. Yeah. Oh, uh -huh. interesting. Yeah. Like he, when is even when they had to leave the ship, one of the only things, because he, he said you essentially have to leave everything behind because you had to carry it and they just didn't have the room. So um, when they had to abandon the ship, they um, are actually abandoned camp once they left the ship when they were trying to then get off of Antarctica. Um, one of the things that he let them take was um, this one guy could play the banjo, which is why he chose him for the for the mission, because music was um, was so important to the men. Music and food, well, entertainment and food. And yeah. music is food for the soul. Yeah, I've always true. said that. That's true. So true. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. Oh, Shackleton. Uh, anytime. If anyone would like um, a bonus episode about Shackleton, just uh, face Facebook me and I'll get right back to you on that one. You know, somehow I'm not surprised that you have a special place in your heart for maritime disasters. Oh, thank you. It does. It does. It is on brand. It, is it really is. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes, I've read Shackleton several times, or The Endurance, rather. Read The Endurance well, several times. One must. Yes, it's a big journey. Lots happened. You got to understand all about the cook. And um, it also has my love. That's where my love for, um, for stores came in, for like packing in stores and never running out of Oh, anything. yeah. Yeah, so you got to keep inventory. It's very important. Mine came from surviving the Great Depression. Never throw Ugh. anything away. Rinse Never. that tinfoil off and fold it neatly. Put it in a drawer. <laughs> That's right. That's right. When Mark was in the Great Depression. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's really, he's, he's timeless. So I, I understand. You're, you're yeah, a timeless just, feature. Uh, trying to eke out a living on the vaudeville stage during the Great <laughs> Depression. I'm never going back to those days. <laughs> Oh, I hope you still have the flapper dress. That would be good. Well, of course I do. I have everything carefully archived. I learned from my mother's mistake with that bar of soap in the shape of the Alamo. Everything is climate controlled now. <laughs> Full circle. Full circle. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, well, on the note of Texas, um, let's go a little bit further west today for our political scandal all the way to the great state of California, the state from which I hail, sort of, mostly. Um, this is, I, well, I said so, I said the other day, somebody's like, where are you from? And I'm like, California via Georgia and North Carolina, but now I live in New York. So it's very confusing to people. But anyway, I've lived lots of places, listeners. And I like And you it. know what? I don't know why people ever ask why, where anyone is from. What does it matter? It doesn't. It doesn't. It's just one of those conversation starters when people are uncomfortable. Just ask about the weather. It's easier. Just do it. Ugh. It's easier. If you want to or, start a conversation, just comment on the weather. Or take a page from Karen and Georgia and ask what their hometown murder is. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, that'd be a great intro. I like that. Mm -hmm. we should, I should ask, what's your hometown political scandal? 
Oh, well, actually, I'm so glad that you did. It's not really a scandal, but the most recent mayoral election ended in a tie. And so to break the tie, they put their names in a top hat and a neighbor from a, a mayor from a neighboring town came over and selected a name from the top hat. And that's how my hometown chose its mayor. The most recent mayor. Yes, this was oh, last year. Still, still practicing. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. Where did they find the top hat? You think they had that in the office just as backup? You know, I did not see that in any <laughs> of the news reports and it's a real letdown. I know, I know. Cause you'd think, you know, just a baseball cap, we got to get this done, but they went for top hat. I like the formality. I, I think that they were trying to class up choosing mm -hmm. the mayor by. <laughs> uh, also, talk. that's not on brand because shouldn't it have been a cowboy hat? Well, I think that they're trying to uh, rejigger the town's reputation because oh, okay. if you remember, it's the town uh, perhaps most famous for almost murdering all those senior citizens in the old folks home during Hurricane Harvey, where they were up to their knees in water and just sitting Oops. and knitting like the old people on the Titanic. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Somehow I can picture that so vividly. Oh, yeah. those poor people. They're like, well, I guess somebody's going to come at some point. They did. They here. lived. There you go. Good. Good. <laughs> and that's the story of our hometowns. Um, okay, so in California, um, we are going to tell the scandal today of Arnold Schwarzenegger, the former governor of the great state of California, and his out of out of wedlock uh, child. What a delight <laughs> you have in store for us. Um, so this story ended up breaking actually in um, 2011, but as you can imagine, it goes way back. Um, so I'm going to give you a little bit of a timeline for this, and then um, we can, and then I'll sort of tell you how it how it ends. Um, but. Um, and I vaguely remember this breaking, um, but it was a huge scandal. This was a big, big deal at the time. Um, and again, now, I mean, of course, you know, any political figure, but Arnold Schwarzenegger was um, the governor of California for two terms um, starting in 2000 in, and, uh, well, he starts running in 2003, um, or I guess he takes office in 2003 or four, something like that. Um, but essentially back in 1991, um, the Schwarzeneggers, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, who as a reminder is married to Maria Schreiber, who is a Kennedy, um, just to give you a sense of how all this is going to shake out. Um, so they're living in California and they hire um, Mildred P Patricia Bania. I'm going to probably say that wrong. It's spelled B-A-E-N-A. -E um, she goes by Patty. And they hire her as a housekeeper and assistant um, for their Pacific Palisades estate because you need that for an estate. Um, and at the time, she's currently married. So um, she's working in the house. Everything is going, going well. Um, in 1997, it's a little unclear. So she's been working there for six years. Um, it's a little unclear if Patty... Um, or if this is an ongoing thing or a one-time thing, but Patty and um, Arnold start sleeping together. 
they either sleep together once or they sleep together multiple times. There are very salacious reports about Patty, which um, I'm, I will mention because if you look up the story, that gossip sort of rolled through the media. Um, but we are not going to touch on them here because I don't think it's appropriate and also or true. Um, so uh, when you read those stories, just keep in mind that the media at the time and whatnot is really trying to dig up some extra flair to this story rather than just keeping it on track. So um, I love that this is a story that the media went, you know what, we need more. Yes. <laughs> it was all sorts of things of like, you know, she was, they were trying to create like a, um, like she and Maria, like she, you know, was jealous and blah, blah, blah. And like, she wanted to be, it was a whole thing. And I'm like, I'm not buying this. And also it's unnecessary. And two people can absolutely sleep together out of wedlock and just be sleeping together. So I think we're good there. Um, so again, unclear if it's a prolonged thing, a one-time interaction it sort of comes out later that um anyway we'll we'll get there but um so uh so patty becomes pregnant in early 1997 um a very icky part of this is that at this the same time um maria becomes pregnant with their child so the two women in the same house both pregnant um both pregnant with Arnold Schwarzenegger's child. Awkward. Don't know how he really kept it all together, but apparently he did and had no problem with it the whole time. So get this, on September 27th, um, Maria gives birth to their son, Christopher. On October 2nd, so five days later, uh, Patty gives birth to um, their son. Um, at the time, his name was not released because he was a minor at the time, but his son's name is, his son by Patty's name is um, Joseph. Um, 21 days after the birth of Joseph, um, Patty separates from her husband of 10 years. So she separates from him. Um, in fall of 2003, the Schwarzeneggers start uh, running for, um, for governor of California. And Arnold's sexual misconduct is all over the news, not with Patty specifically. Um, that actually never comes out in his whole two terms in office. <laughs> so the media makes a big deal about it, but nobody turns around and would be like, wait, how did we not learn this when he was governor? Nope, nope, <laughs> nope. Um, so... So they start running for office. Um, he's like this, he's very wildly known as like, as I don't like, as very flirty, as very forward with women. Like he has that reputation. Everybody kind of knows it. And he's also not one to really hide it. He's kind of one of those guys for lack of a better phrase. I don't, I can't, I don't really know how to put it, but I think, I think you all get it. Horn dog. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Yes, yes. Um, Maria, Maria stands by him the whole time. She's like, look, he has his faults, but he's a very uh, wonderful man. There's nothing wrong, blah, blah, blah. So the, he gets elected. Um, in, so that's in 2003. By 2008, um, Patty is, files for divorce from her husband, 
but it actually takes her two years to serve him with the papers. The interesting thing about this piece is that the divorce papers say that the child has no children, um, but her husband is listed on Joseph's birth certificate as the father. So that ends up when the story breaks, raising some, raising some eyebrows about, well, wait, why, what, that doesn't seem, that doesn't check out. Um, in January of 2011, Arnold is now out of office and he tells his wife about Patty and Joseph. Meanwhile, they've been living with, like they've been living with Joseph and Patty this whole time. Like she's his, like she'll bring him to the house. Like he grows up around, like Joseph grows up around the, the other Schwarzenegger children and they're all just buddy, buddy. Um, so in 2011, when he leaves office, he tells Maria that he slept with Patty however many years ago now in 97. And oh, by the way, Joseph is mine. Maria decides, I think I'm going to move out um, and go. And so she moves out Um by May, they're announced, Marie and Arnold are announcing their separation publicly. Um, people are kind of getting a sense that the marriage is falling apart. They don't really know why, but they start so that the gossip columns keep, you know, start picking that up. And, you know, the Ken Kennedy is divorcing and da da da. Um, so, so that's May 9th. Um, on May 17th of 2011, um, <laughs> Arnold just comes out with it. So he actually ends up breaking the story. <laughs> so what prompted him confessing to Maria and then going public with the story? Nobody really knows. He was like, I lie a lot and I'm not going to lie about this anymore. And just decides. Yeah. I think it was like a little rumored, but not, but he was like, yeah, I did. I fathered an illegitimate, illegitimate. I don't even like that. I don't think that's the right word, but I fathered, fathered a child with another woman during my marriage. It, I mean, like full it stop. kind of feels, it kind of feels like he wanted to run for president and people said, well, you have too many skeletons. And he said, I'll, I'll take care of that. No more yeah. skeletons. Yeah. I mean, possibly, I mean, he can't, as far as the constitution is concerned, but apparently just changed that. So oh, deal. yeah. Yeah, but- well, um, Who cares anymore? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever. Uh, I'm sure actually now, I mean, if the Republicans can get control, they'd change it in a heartbeat for Arnold to run. They'd be so excited. <laughs> yup. 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 Um, so he says, after leaving the governor's office, I told my wife about this event, which occurred over a decade ago. I understand and deserve the feelings of anger and disappointment among my friends and family. There are no excuses and I take full responsibility for the hurt I have caused. So um, this is now May 17th. So he takes responsibility, comes out with it, says, yes, I did it. That's what it is. Um, Maria makes a statement about it. Um, the kids make a statement about it. Everybody's like, oh, you know, our family is strong and we'll always be together. And I love my family and blah, 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 blah. So then it just kind of comes out and then it's done. And then a couple days later, um, the press learns who it was. So they learn that it was Patty. It was the housekeeper that had been living with them for decades. Um, so 
Yeah. So that's the scandal, the overview of said scandal. Um, and this one, before before we recorded, I was like, this one's kind of, I don't know, it's just a little, I, I mean, because essentially um, everything turns out fine. Like everybody's totally fine. Yes. Yes, that's so, what's so crazy about this. That's why no one remembers this scandal yes, because everyone yes. was so upfront about everything yes. and adult. <laughs> yes, so this is, so so um, Patty and, and uh, like essentially Patty ends up leaving the job, but also um, Arnold ends up buying her a house and she and Joseph live in the house and they're fine. She, he takes like full, um, he, you know, he has, he pays child support, pays her out, whatever she needs so that she has everything she needs. So she's perfectly fine. Um, Maria, he doesn't end up getting divorced from Maria, which is not great, but today they have a really strong, like communicative relationship. They've been spotted, I guess, several times, like going out to dinner together and being civilized adults and co-parenting. Um, and the children, his children, you know, upset that they say that they were upset at the time, but they love their father and, you know, this is the situation and that kind of thing. Um, Joseph is a lot like uh, taken after his dad. He got into fitness. Um, he loves to pose topless on Instagram, has an account, been spotted several times with his father. They take selfies all the time. He's definitely trading on that name a little bit. He's acted in some movies. He wants to be just like dad. So they have a great relationship. Everything has worked out perfectly fine for Arnold. And uh, to your point, Mark, I'm, he is considering a, another run for public office. So we have that to look forward to. So no harm, no foul, I suppose. <laughs> Sorry, I was just quickly no. googling his son to see. Yes, uh, yes, yes. You have to Google. You mean Joseph Joseph Baina. So his last name is his mom's. Oh, I'm already name. there. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> have you, by the way, also you should Google um, their other. I think they have. I think he and Maria have four children, or at least three. Oh my God, you got to Google them too. There's some beautiful people, just gorgeous. But he kind of looks like him, right? Yes. You got yeah, and he got into bodybuilding and all this stuff. So he's um he's doing great. Doing great. I think he's in his what twenties now? Gotta be. Yeah. You know <laughs> what so first of all, please note that I have spent the last several months investigating 80s action movies. Oh, okay. Uh yeah, fun fact, I love action movies. Huh. Huh. Love that. Love that. Yeah. Love that for you. Uh, and I just watched Terminator 1 and 2 for the first time. I think I saw them probably as a child and watched Total Recall. And mm -hmm. I, I know that we know this, <laughs> but Arnold Schwarzenegger was a very attractive gentleman. Yes. Yes. I know. We make fun of it now because we're like, oh, the muscles and we don't, that's not like the look now. But yeah, he is a very good looking guy. But even back then, I mean, the muscles were enormous and certainly not at all the aesthetic ideal for men in the 80s. And he kind of switched that. I mean, a mm -hmm. lot of things switched out in the 80s. Mm -hmm. But back then, it wasn't too much. It wasn't bodybuilder. It wasn't too many veins popping. 
It, no, it was, it was never that way. Just you're a big, muscular guy with a gorgeous face. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. He was always he and I. I wouldn't. I want to even say like David Hasselhoff were like the muscle men that had that he had obviously more muscle but you're right it wasn't veiny it wasn't like crazy he just had beautiful muscles and like a beautiful body and yeah a gorgeous face now i personally always preferred jean-claude van damme oh okay fair yep yep mm-hmm. oh i don't know which one came first though do you were they like together or was it uh, uh i feel like it one was like uh, I feel like it was Schwarzenegger first, and then John, I have not investigated Jean-Claude Van Damme okay. movies, okay. Uh, to be clear. Okay. But uh, I used to watch them a lot when they would come on, uh, like UPN on a Sunday oh, afternoon. Yes. Yes. Because oh I gosh. loved watching like sweaty hunks <laughs> running around with guns, betting beautiful women. Ah, just really, it was a glimpse into what I thought my future would be. <laughs> And here You're we are, close. and it came true. You're close. As Anne Hathaway once said, it came true. It came true. <laughs> oh, yes. So did anyone involved, and not the three principals, but any of the onlookers, were they cashing in on the story doing like cheap, quick books or doing interviews? No, I mean, Patty definitely did some interviews like afterwards, once it came out that it was her. Um, she always had really positive things to say about Arnold. Like, oh yes, we were, you know, it was a relationship that we were both, like she really, she, I don't, I don't, loved, loved him, liked him, you know, um, they had an affair and they, that was their thing. And so she never spoke ill of him or, or of Marie, Maria or anything like that. She did some interviews, but not really. I mean, she didn't really need to. He was paying for everything. So why, why be bothered? And, um, and then I don't think Maria was very quiet about it. Mom, hush, hush. And the kids haven't really um, done any books that I know of yet. They're very, like, everybody's just like, no, we love our dad and he's great. And our family is strong. What's so fascinating is this is the most scandalous political sex scandal that you could possibly imagine. And it just went womp womp. Yes, it's so true. And I can't decide if it's because he was out of office already. So like he wasn't running, but I think at the, and, and this was, I think pre-apprentice and all of that. Cause remember after this, he goes on to be, to like star in the apprentice and the whole thing. Yeah. And so it was like, it, it just, I think, and I think that's why, you know, to your point that we don't remember it, it's, you know, it was a story and the, I think the press was so excited about it. I mean, the amount of stories that came out on like May 17th, 2011 are insane. Yes. Like they're all over, like there's TMZ, there's E, there's like people, blah, 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 blah. Let's get an interview. Let's get an interview. And it's just, it's not that they, like, no, he just, he comes clean with it. He apologizes. Like, they all make statements. So it's not even like someone's ignoring the press and won't say anything, which is, which always happens or denying it or, you know, Gary Harding it or anything like that. I mean, they're just like, yeah, this is, it happened. On we go. And, and I think the press was so excited to make something of it. it they, 
absolutely blew it up. And then, yeah, like three days later, once everybody, everybody's like, well, okay, that's, and I can't say if it's that, or if it's because he was a minor. So no one, like you could, they couldn't show his face or say his name. So there, there wasn't like a, a face to, you know, I don't, maybe that I'm not quite sure, but it definitely want one. I mean, like it just tanked. So nobody, it's, it's one of those where I, I always kind of remember it, but doing, even doing the research on it, I was like, oh, that's right. And then it just kind of, that was it. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, we talk about this all the time and it's one of the reasons we're doing this podcast is the juxtaposition of the scandals that survive and the mm -hmm. scandals that don't. Mm -hmm. And you think about Ryan Murphy has impeachment coming up about Monica yeah. and Bill. And even the Gary Hart thing got a movie recently that no one saw. Right. But <laughs> this one, no one's, no one's oh, like beating down the Jackman. door to. I know, I know. But then no, but that's the true. greatest showman. But, but that's true. The, um, uh, yeah, no one, no one's like, oh, let me do a remake of this. It just, it fell so flat and it's just, I think it is because they handled it so well. There really wasn't a long tail. It just, it, that was it. And we're done. I mean, we've seen that a couple of these, there's such a long tail that the media can ride and ride and ride until they just yeah. tire them out. And, uh, with this one, I mean, I think, look, if I think if you're running for office and you, um, you know, where you want to have, you, you know, you don't want something to come out. This is a great way to, this is a good example. This is a good role model of if you do something wrong, maybe you should try and just be like, Hey, although he didn't do it at the time. So like, let's not, he's not the perfect citizen. Let's put it that way. He did cheat on his wife and not tell anybody about it for 10 years, 15, no, did it 97. So almost 15 years so 13 years yeah yeah so uh, i'm not saying with that his son like, growing up in the same house yeah as his in the same brother. house yeah 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 just like hmm, i don't know he's like our friend kid like what yeah so that part's not great but but as far as the media is concerned i also wonder if he was just like shocked that he got all the way through like the governorship and was just like, well, yeah. now that's over. Maybe I'll just get this one off my chest and call it a day. <laughs> uh, you know what? Once again, Arnold Schwarzenegger, role model. 